The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Uh, this report that has been put together on children starting junior infants and quite startling the idea that they may be allegedly overprepared in academic skills such as numeracy and literacy but perhaps lack social, emotional, self-management skills such as being able to put on a coat, make friends or regulate their emotions. Uh, we have a couple of guests with us. I'm going to start with Dr. Seanine Sloan, who's Assistant Professor at the UCD School of Education and who's the lead researcher on this report. Uh, Seanine, this seems very, very interesting. Can you explain how we've ar- arrived at that situation in relation to junior infants? Um, yes, I think um, thank you very much as well for having me on the show Um I think that the Irish early years um, education system has, um, you know, been doing a great job at preparing children academically, socially, emotionally, and um, to transition into school. And so there's there's a lot to be, you know, delighted about there. And I think what our findings sort of signal to us is that teachers and junior infants um, really see children's holistic development as crucially important. So they're as interested in their well-being and their social and emotional development as they are in the children's academic development, especially at that very young age when children are just starting school. Because it's really important for children when they are starting school that they have those social and emotional skills that will help them actually to adjust to that new environment, making new friends and things like that. And of course, the self-management skills come in there because you know the teacher is quite often dealing with, say, 25 to 30 children on a day-to-day basis. And it can be challenging if, if you know, the children sort of aren't able to, to manage their own belongings and things like that. That's just the nature of life in, in the primary school setting. So, I mean, these findings aren't really that much of a surprise, but they really do just show us how, um, how much teachers prioritise children's well-being. I tweeted about this just before coming on air and was somewhat surprised by the idea that if a child is able to do its alphabet and do its counting and whatever, that may have difficulty with doing things like putting on a coat or putting their seat back under the table when asked to do so. Uh, but one friend got on to say, well, look, it could be sometimes undiagnosed dyspraxia or other conditions that account for these type of issues. Yes, that's obviously going going to be a possibility for some children. We didn't specifically look at that in our report, but that's, you know, very plausible that that might be the reason maybe for some children who are excelling in some areas and less so in others, yeah. Okay, and then what other reasons, though, could there be? Um, All children develop in different areas at different rates. So it's just, you know, children are all very unique um, individuals. So... Really, it's just, you know, some children may have more of an affinity for some areas and pick them up quicker and run with them. And other children, depending on maybe things that go on in the household, you know, the the areas of like, you know, social disadvantage or things like that, they may develop social and emotional skills, um, you know, at a later rate. Um, So there's all sorts of reasons why, all sorts of explanations and you say oh, possibly overprepared in academic skills. I mean, how could that be? How could somebody be overprepared? Could that not be a function, perhaps, of the fact that in this generation, a lot of children start school later than they might have in my generation, for example? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we, we do now have the two years of the ECI scheme as well. And um, so children are spending more time in that, you know, um, early years environment and, you know, doing a lot of learning through play. And I think rather than the issue being that children are academically overprepared, 
I think what we're seeing is that there is a real need for more collaboration between preschools and primary schools. And that will help to ensure more consistency and alignment between the learning that takes place in both of those sectors. So um, I think that's what it says more so maybe than children being academically overprepared for primary school. Okay, Jed Hogan, you're a parenting columnist with the Irish Times and yourself the mother of seven children, which I think is relevant to this. What do you make <laughs> of all that? I mean, I, I, it doesn't hugely surprise me in some regards. I think when we look at where we are now, we're coming out the other side of pandemic restrictions. And so children at this stage, I suppose the early childcare education is probably more important than it's ever been to give children that opportunity to mix and to develop their social and emotional skills. But as a, as a nation, we seem to put huge emphasis on academics and not enough emphasis on play and appropriate development. And so I think some of the pressure even that, that some of the um, early educators might feel comes from parents because they're wondering, oh, well, what are they learning at school? There's this maybe a disparity between the expectation between what uh, early childcare education should be and what parents expect it to be ahead of them going to school. They feel they should know this, they should learn this. And we're, we're very different, really, to other countries around Europe, where Finland, for example, they don't start formal education till seven. But we have this pressure and this belief that the sooner they learn things and they learn academic things, the better. And, I mean, that goes throughout. If we even look at even the existence of league tables, this is what we measure schools by. So it's probably no surprise that we take it right back to Montessori and we measure their their, their experience of preschool and Montessori schools by what are children learning in school and, and really ignoring and overlooking the fact that re- children are at that age learn so much through play. But also issues like social, emotional and self-management skills, aren't they something really that should be learnt in the home with parent or parents rather than requiring early learning centres or junior infants teachers uh, to teach something which perhaps should have been done at home? I suppose that depends on the opportunity within any family. Like I often, if I look at ourselves during lockdown, we, we were like our own version of Rent-A-Crowd. In my house, there's nine people. So my little Montessori fellow at that stage had the opportunity to interact with his brothers and his sister and his parents. And he had that opportunity. But for somebody maybe who's an only child or for or maybe a smaller family, maybe people are outside. So all those inter- and, but also, also those interactions with other people outside immediate families, they're the things that were really important. Learning how to navigate situations read body language, read social cues, learning to share, learning to take your turn, all those different things. Only so much of that can be done at home and it is important that it's done at home but you have to learn it with people outside your immediate comfort zone too. Some really interesting questions and comments coming in from listeners to 0874100102. Damien says, we have a four-year-old finishing preschool today. She's in preschool from 8am to 5pm. But in primary school next week, she will start at 9.15 to half 12. And then in the next couple of weeks, we'll move to a 2pm finish. Should the school hours be reviewed? Uh, Seanine, what do you think of that? Oh, goodness. Well, I don't know if I can speak to that in relation to the report. Um, if that's something you looked at, is it? Um, no, no, we didn't. And so we okay. didn't look at it in this report anyway. Can I ask another one? Maybe you didn't didn't look at it, but it's come up with a couple of listeners. Any um, looking at the amount of screen time that young children of that age have? And in previous generations, it might have been a concern about the amount of time spent looking at television, but now it could be all sorts of other devices. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. You know, children, our children are growing up in this digital age and they seem to just, you know, um, they seem to pick up these skills really, really quickly as well, you know, with apps and things like that. So, I mean, maybe there, there's issues to do with not just the amount of time that's spent, but what actual content is it 
um, you know, because there's games and there's educational apps. Um, and, you know, when they're doing that, are they sort of on their own? Are they able to interact, you know, sort of make it a sort of interactive experience with the parents? So there's, you know, opportunities for, you know, sort of bonding there as well. So, yeah, that is a big issue for, for children. Another comment. My young lad is starting primary this September. He can count to 100. He can do his ABCs. We met the teacher earlier this summer and she's more concerned that kids can wipe their own bottom after the loo than be Mensa candidates on day one. <laughs> and I'm absolutely okay with that. Social and personal skills way more important at age yep. five. Jen? Oh, completely agree. I think that that's what we've we've forgotten. That these are the things that are really important. That they can, you know, they can make friends. So that school's a happy experience, and that they can manage independently. That they're not having to come in and ask teacher to clean their bum or open their beak or help them with their banana or put on their coat. Things that might make them stand out or feel less confident. Helping them with these kind of skills are so important because it does build confidence and it does put them in the best position to make the most out of their school experience and enjoy those early years, especially. Thank you very much, Jen Hogan, parenting columnist for the Irish Times, and Dr. Seanine Sloan, assistant professor of the UCD School of Education. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.